Okay. So what time does it start? What time should I be here? Yeah, seriously. 8.45. Good <laughs> evening. Today we are learning Maseches Yevamos Daf Nun Beis, and as well we'll carry over onto Nun Gimel Amad Aleph as we prepare for Shabbos. We're starting on the very, very last line of Nun Aleph Amad Beis as we analyze what is to date the hardest Mishnah of the Masechta, and that's the Mishnah that opened up our parak on Daf Nun, the parak of Rabban Gamliel. On the very last line, the Gemara says, Ketzad Asa Maimer. Now, if you were to flip back to the Mishnah on Nun Amad Aleph, you, would, uh, you might recall that the first five or six lines of the Mishnah quoted a machlokes Rabban Gamliel Nechachamim, and then the Gemara said, Ketzad. Now, normally, in the flow of a sentence, when you say, how does this work, says the Gemara, top of Nunbez and Aleph. Well, when you said Ketzad, are you asking, hi, get, achar, get, who? Are you asking about the machlokas between Rabban Gamliel and the Chachamim? Amr of Yehuda, no. Hachi Kamar, this is really what's going on. Get, achar, get, umaymer, achar, maymer, amr. That's the machlokas that we have listed in our Mishnah between Rabban Gamliel and the Chachamim, as is. Now, what was missing in our Mishnah? Yavam echad, yavama achas, Ketzad hitartan. If you have one Yavam and one Yavama, that's what the word Ketzad is coming to teach us as to how to be matir the women in that the woman in that particular case that is what Ketzad meant and says the Gemara what's the answer that that the chalitza will help in a case where there was maimer biyavimto and there was also a get you still need chalitza that brings us to the two dots six lines down five lines down the Gemara says quoting our Mishnah asa maimer we had said in our Mishnah at the, at the beginning of the parak that if a man, uh, if, let's say Shimon is going to marry uh, the wife of Ruvain, the wife of Ruvain after Ruvain dies, he does minor and then they are intimate. They consummate the Yibum marriage. So our Mishnah had said, Harezu Kimitzvasa. So it says the Gemara, Maybe this is exactly the same as the Sheet of Ravuna, because the appropriate way to get married to a Yavama is first to be Makadesh, what we would call Maimer, and then Tevtash Mishamita. So it says the Gemara, not necessarily. Ema, what should it say? Our Mishnah should say, This is even a mitzvah. So says the Gemara, what do you mean this is even a mitzvah? It's Maimer followed by Kidut, by, by Tash Mishamita. It's the perfect model of Yibu. So it says the Gemara Pshita. says the Gemara, not so simple. Salkadai Tachamina, I might have thought as follows. Kevan to Omar Mar, Haosa Maimer Biavimto, Parcha Himenu Zikas Yavamin. That once a person does Maimer to his Yavama, Parcha Himenu Zikas Yavamin, the Zika, the tethering from the Yavam and the Yavama is now severed. And Vichala Allah, Zikas Erusin Minisuin. And now that they're halachically engaged with this Kiddushin Darabanan of Maimer, now he, now he is together, she is together, Erusin Minisuin, then maybe I would have thought that when they're intimate by the Tashmashamita, by the Bi'ila, Ema Lav Mitzvah. They're not fulfilling the mitzvah of Yibum because the tethering of, of the Zika was severed with the Mimer in that now they're actually married. The Zika has been superseded by an engagement. So maybe then the mitzvah of Yibum is done. So it says the Gemara, Kamash Malon, that that's not true. Kamash Malon, that even after Mimer, while it's true that the Zika is no longer a regular Zika and they are talking in the categories of Erison, still the mitzvah of Yibum is fulfilled by having Tash Meshamita. Now let's answer, let's analyze this particular sheet of Rav Huna uh, here in the Gemara, quarter of the way down, Gufa. Amar Rav Huna, mitzvah yivamen mekadesh v'achar kach bo'el. When it comes to the mitzvah of Yivamin, Rav Huna was of the opinion that the ideal way to perform this mitzvah is to be mekadesh, Shimon would be mekadesh Rachel, v'achar kach bo'el, then they would be together. V'im ba'al v'asa maimer kana. Now if it was reversed, if they first had tash Meshamita, and then the maimer was done, which is out of order, that's not the way we do things, so then kana. 
says the Gemara, for sure that should work to Hakanya Bibia. We know that the Bia does work. We've said in our Masechta that even Baal Korcha, that they're allowed to be together. Fine. So says the Gemara, that case should be obvious. Ella says the Gemara, Ema, what should we say? Says the Gemara, if there's Tash without Maimer, then there is a Kenyan. Just pure, just one, one episode of Tash without Maimer. Says the Gemara, some Bryces don't like that, but Tanya Loke. Some Bryces say that if there is such a case where there's Tash without Mimer, so then there should be Malkos, says the Gemara, you're absolutely right. However, the Malkos are Makas Mardus Midrabanon. Makas Mardus is a din in the Gemara, it's a din in the Gemara when we refer to Malkos that are given by the Chachamim. It's not Malkos that are Mido Oraisa, like Masechus Malkos, it's not like that. It's Rabbinic Lashes. And, and that is based on the following. Derav, Rav, the Amora Rav, Mangid, he would give lashes to all of the following categories of people. Man de Mekadesh Bibia. We know, of course, from the Seches Kedushin that a person can be uh, can get married with Kesef, Shtar, and Bia. So Kesef would be that a man gives a woman an item that is worth a Shava Pruta, just a few cents. And he says, I read Mikudeshesli, whatever, Betabazu, if it's a ring and you hand it to her, that's a Kesef. Shtar, we'll learn a little bit about this today. If you write a star that I would like to be engaged to and the third way is through Bia. Now, while it's true that technically speaking, a marriage can be consummated through Bia alone, however, Rav would give out rabbinic lashes for that. It's not considered an appropriate way to do things. There should be a flow of events where first there is Averson, first there's engagement, after that there is Bia. Where else did he give lashes? Uman de Mekadesh Bishuka, a person who would get uh, would get in uh, would get uh, Kiddushin Bishuka. Rashi, Rashi is about twelve lines down. Aman de Mekadesh, the Aman de Mekadesh Bishuka, the Afilu Bekaspa. Even if it was with money, de Minhag Zilusupritusi, you don't get engaged in the shuk. Hi, what if you're on camera at the Bulls game and all the shit? Is that a lack of pritzus? So the Gemara seems to say that that's not the right way to do halachic erusin. Halachic erusin should be done in an appropriate, uh, in an appropriate setting. What's unique is that when we do erusin under a chuppah, it's in front of hundreds of people. There were 500 plus people at my wedding, and they all watched me uh, do the act of Averson. Everybody was standing there. So that's not a lack of tzinius. It's talking about Bishuk when you're like out and about. And we're not, to be clear, I'm not talking about like American engagements, like on one day. That, that, that's a halachically irrelevant, though emotionally quite relevant, a halachically irrelevant moment as it relates to the, there's not, that's a, that's a zero. That's that's, that's two different is in the shuk, but screaming with whatever. It wouldn't be a design when you got, I don't know, whatever hotel you got married in, even though there were 500 people, it's not min of zilus. certainly not min of Yeah. You're saying zilus is different than pritzos. Yeah. What's zilus? Cheap. Like, seriously? In the, sh- in the street? <laughs> you're getting engaged in, the- you're doing Kedushin in the street? I, that, that's is that great. Zilus no, you're absolutely right. Zilus or Mizalzil. I, I, or or Zilzil or Zilzil. I was, I was thinking more Zalzil, Mizalzil, but you're right. And either way, in my brain, I didn't parse out those two words. I'm like, it's the same sugi, it's Pritus, but you're right, Rashi doesn't do that. So there has to be a deal there. That's correct. Right. Either way, it's not appropriate. And Rav would would, uh, would serve some lashes to those who would do that. Uman de Mikadesh below Shiduche, someone who would get married, there would be Mikadesh betrothal. They would do Kiddushin without having Shiduchim. What does that mean? They're all the negotiations, all of the bartering uh, to make sure that everybody knows what's going on. 
person who cancels a get after he sends it out, and someone who puts out a bad message about a get because it confuses as to whether or not the get was chal, and if there is a man who uh, mistreats a shliach of, the, of Bezdin, he would also get lashes. Uman, if there was a man who was, he had been in excommunication for 30 days, and he did not come to Bezdin in order to get rid of his, uh, what's wrong with you? Like you can't get an aliyah, whatever all the limitations are. It's not right. Why are you, why do you not care? Come here, we're giving you lashes. You should care about being, Bezdin's not happy with you. You got to come and say you're sorry, whatever the, whatever the appropriate halachic terminology is. And last but not least, for a son-in-law, who lives in the home of his mother-in-law. Now, just on this last little line, the Gemara asks a question, if you're living in the house, that's when there's a problem. But the khalif, if you're just stopping by the mother-in-law's house for a while, uh, for, a, for dinner, so then that's totally fine. That's not true. There was a particular man who went to go visit the home of his mother-in-law, and he got lashes from Rav Sheshes. So if you're looking to not go to the home of your mother-in-law, you can quote this Gemara, Maseches Yevamos Dafnun Beis. But the Gemara here says that's not really correct. The reason why in that case Rav Sheshes gave out lashes was because Ahu Meidam Habadayim Mechamse. There was actually something going on between the son and his the son-in-law and the mother-in-law. Rashi highlights this. Rashi is about a third of the way down. Rashi says, There was something between them. She was chashuda. It doesn't say he was chashuda. It says she was. I don't know, why does Rashi say chashuda? Okay, so that, that was the case of Rav Sheshes, is that she was chashuda. Anyways, uh, let's continue analyzing Rav. Uh, the Gemara says halfway down a little bit more. Really, Rav did not give lashes in all of these cases. Um, he would uh, only give lashes if somebody got uh, kiddushin through bia, or if they got kiddushin without the shiduchin, without all the conversations that needed to take place. Even in shiduchin, nami mishum pritzusa, because it's a lack of uh, it's a lack of uh, to, to not have all of these things worked out. So that's what the Gemara says. We're at a new brisa. The brisa is just about uh, two thirds of the way down, almost two thirds of the way down. Tana rabbanan. Ketzad Maimer. We are 52 blot into this Masechta. We've learned the word Maimer, I'm just guessing, a thousand times. And we've never learned what Maimer looks like. We know that Maimer is Kedushin Der Abanun. We know what Kedushin Der Raisa looks like. Arat Mikudeshesli. Then you're married and to the point that if you get divorced and you wanted to marry a Kohen, you're done. You're out. So the Ketzad Maimer, you're late to the party. Now, one thing to remember about Shas is that Shas is not organized like a table of contents. We're like, first, we will give you all the fundamentals of we're going to give you a book on Zika. We're going to give you a book on uh, oh, whatever. It's not like that. It's not like that. We're going to give you a book on stretching your brain to think about families that should never have existed or interacted. We don't do any of that. The Gemara learns straight through. But part of that is on us. Had we known Mishnayis Balpeh, this would have been much easier, much, much easier. But anyways, the Gemara is saying uh, 50 blood into the Masechta. How do we do Mimer? So the Gemara says, You give her actual money or something that is the equivalent of money. How would we do star in this particular case? 
The Gemara interrupts the Brisa and says, Bishtar Ketzad? What are you talking about? We know the answer to that question. Kide Amran. Like it says in Maseches Kedushin, because we're supposed to know Mishnayis by heart. What does it say over there? Kosavla al Haniar o al Hacheres. If a man writes down his Kedushin wishes on a piece of paper or on a piece of pottery, even if it's not going to be um, worth a Shabapruta, it doesn't need to have monetary value. Unlike Kesef, if a person's going to get Kedushin through Kesef, what you give has to be valuable enough. If you give an American penny to a woman and say, you're not married because it's not a Shabapruta. However, if you write a star that's worth one penny, and on it it says, and she accepts it in front of Aden, they're married. So that's what it means, Bishtar. So Amar Abaye, what does it mean, Ketzad Shtar? The Gemara says, Amar Abaye, Hachik Amar Shtar, Ksuva Sivam. We're not talking about Kedushin. When the, when the Mishnah is talking about a star, it wasn't talking about Kedushin. That we already know how to do because we would do this star Kedushin the same way we would do any other star Kedushin. By, for, this one for Yavama, the same way we would do for a regular woman who's getting married for the first time in a regular way. So then in the, when it says Bishtar Ketzad in regards to this Brisa, it wasn't asking about Kedushin. It was asking about the Ksuva. So Ketzad, what's the answer to this question? Says the Gemara, Kasavla. This is what the Ksuba would say for a woman who is a Yavama. Ana Ploni Bar Ploni. I am Ploni, the son of Ploni. Kabilis Yas Plonis Yavimti Alai. I accept this woman who is my Yavama upon me, Lazun, to feed her, Ulafarnasa, and to, uh, to clothe her, to give her money, whatever the case may be, Karoi, in a way that is appropriate. Ubilvat, however, this ksuba has to have a halachic tie to the property of the initial husband when there's yibum. We've learned this already that the din is that when the ksuba is given over to the yavama, it comes with a lien of sorts on the property of the first husband, in this case, Ruvain. If in fact the first husband had no property, then for the sake of the Yavam, he doesn't have a choice. Uh, the second husband, Shimon, would be obligated to create some type of financial lien on the Ksuba uh, so that it's not such a simple decision to get divorced because if you give this up, you're obviously giving up a piece of property, right? So we had to make it so that there were some teeth to the Ksuba. Otherwise, it's too easy to, to divorce a woman. The Gemara says about 12 lines or so from the bottom of the page. Abaye says to Rabbi, if a man gives a woman a get, the Omar, and he says, You are divorced from me. You're also not allowed to marry anybody else. A little bit of a strange get. Mahu, what's the din? Take a look at Rashi, who explains the question. So Rashi says, Nasan la get, or about 15 lines, 20 lines from the bottom of Rashi's, three-fourths of the way down. Nasan la get, yavam li yavimto, not a regular marriage. If a yavam gives a get to yavimto, and then she, he puts he puts a condition on her that you're not allowed to marry other people. Rashi says, Mahu. Mahu leposla, what is the din to make this yavama, who just got a get, Forbidden al echav the alav to marry his brothers or him ever again the high gita the tekumale below yivne. We've learned about this before that once uh, a yavam severs the zika tie between him and the yavama, 
once he is not fulfilling the, the mitzvah of Yivna to build his brother's home, and he chooses low Yivna, then he's not allowed to marry her again. But does that rule expand to his brothers as well? If he puts into the get, I am not allowing, we, we are getting divorced, and you're also not marrying any of the brothers. So this, says the Gemara, is as follows. Here are the two sides. We do know that get Yavama is who Now, do we say as follows? Get de Mahani be'eshes ish, Mahani be'yavama. We know that a regular get, not a yibum get, but a regular get by a regular woman, we know that that works. Uh, and therefore, we assume that a get would work over here. But a get to lomahani be'eshesish, if there is a get that wouldn't work for a regular woman, lomahani be'yavama, would it then not work with a yavama? Odilma, or would we say, begita? or we say, no, 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 that, that's really not true. We have to say that it works here. Otherwise, people will get confused about the various types of get. So the Gemara responds on the last short line, though there are some afortunate who say that this line should not be here. It was added by some of the later Achronim, like the Maharshal, uh, and the Maharshal wasn't a late Achron. The Maharshal was around in the times of, um, Maharshal was around in the times of the Beis Yosef. I think they had an ongoing battle with one another. Anyways, it was added within the last uh, six, 700 years. So some say that this line really doesn't belong here. But really, the Gemara does conclude, we are concerned. So the Gemara asks a question on this. If you're concerned about what the appearances are, so what if I just take a blank piece of paper, if what you're saying is true, I go into my printer, I take out a blank piece of paper, and I hand it to my wife in front of a room of people, and I say, we're done. So that's not a get. There's nothing on there. So it says the Gemara, so, so here you're saying that we forbid her. If, that, that, that's crazy. Of course that doesn't work. So it says the Gemara, over there, that get is a zero. There's no text on it at all. That's not a get. It's a piece of paper. You can't ruin someone's, someone's ability to marry a Kohen with a blank piece of paper. But hacha over here in our case, where the get really does have teeth, kapasa Ditanya, what does the Bryce say? The isha grusha isha. This is mapike. Meisha means from her husband. Lo yikahu. He cannot take. Afiloni skarsha, elami isha. Even if he is only divorced from his own wife, lo yikahu, he cannot remarry her. The hainu, this is what we mean when we say, the, the smell or the scent of the get can forbid kihuna. In other words, because there's a, a risk of misunderstanding this get, we therefore don't allow this woman to remarry her husband who is a Kohen. Omar Rami Barchama on the last two lines. Hare Amru, the Chachamim told us, Omar Echad Lilavlar. If a person says to a scribe, to a sofa, a lavlar is a scribe, he says the following, you, you're, you're a professional get writer, you knock on the door to the office, you go in, hello, how can I help you? You're the lavlar, I want you to write a get for me so I can give it to my wife. I'm only betrothed, I'm only engaged, I'm not fully married. I want you to write a get to my, uh, to my betrothed, uh, I guess, wife, kind of half-wife. Such that if and when we get married, once we consummate our marriage, we'll instantly be divorced. So it's a conditional get. The get says, right now we're halachically engaged. Erison took place. I already did the harat mikudashasli. And then I say, hey, um, I want to make a deal that once we get married and are intimate, we're instantly divorced. Says the Gemara, there's halachic teeth to that hareze get. Why? Because in theory, he could have divorced her right now because they're already partially married. Because it's possible for him to divorce her now. So therefore, the conditional get also works. Masha'in Kane, that's not true as we turn to the top of Nunbezim and Bez in the following case. 
case. If there's a regular woman, namely, we haven't even had a in nothing yet. You're not engaged yet. You're dating. You're not even dating. She's a random woman in the bar. It doesn't matter. So this particular case, if I said, uh, I'm not engaged to anyone, but I want you to write a get. I met this woman, Penina, and I want you to write a get that when we get married, the Cheshech Nasena, that uh, we're going to be divorced, says the Gemara, ain't get. Why? Because at this moment, you're not engaged to anyone, and therefore you can't get divorced. And the Gemara says that that get is considered to be unreasonable. Let's bring this general case of the conditional get into our world of Yibum. What would happen if a man gave over his uh, conditional get to a Yavama, but they were not, there was no mimer yet? Says Gemara, is it that there's already an ego, they're already connected to one another because of Zika? No mimer, just natural zika from the fact that she's the Yavama. But kevan te therefore ka'arusa so damya. And therefore, because she's like an arusa and she could in theory get a get, then the conditional get of when we get married, I want to be divorced applies to her. Odilma, or perhaps kevan deloav ad mimer lo. Because the zika, uh, because the mimer was not yet done, then this conditional get would not yet take place. We don't know the answer to that. So basically what the Gemara is saying in a deeper lambdus is as follows. Do we compare engagement by a regular woman to Zika of a Yavama? And the Gemara is unsure what the, what the actual comparison is between those two things. So I'm not a Yavam. And if I were to, to just uh, get engaged to a random woman, so is that the same type of connection as Yavama to her Yavam without mimer, just with Zika? Okay, let's get into more lumdus about Zika. The Gemara says four lines down on Nun Bez Mabez. Boy Rav Hananya, Kosav get Amaro. Let's say that a person wants to divorce his wife from the Zika that is present, but not from Mimer that was done. Could you do that? Could you separate Zika from Mimer? Zika is that automatic halachic tether that exists. When Ruvain dies and Rachel falls to Shimon, even without any conversation, if Ruvain dies in his sleep, nobody knows he's dead yet. Instantaneously, without any insertion of human beings, Rachel and Shimon have Zika. Can you divorce Zika? Can you, that tether, can you separate it? That's the Gemara's question. So says the Gemara, can we have a scenario where do we say that Mimer is really Zika? And if you're going to do that, Mimer and Zika are inextricably bound. And therefore, if you divorce one, it's like divorcing half of a woman because Mimer and Zika are two peas in a pod. They can't be separated. Or perhaps, no. Really, Zika and Mimer are two different parallel entities. The Gemara says, why don't we learn this from Rabbah? What did Rabbah say? Ten lines down. If you give a get to a woman who had Mimer, then the, the Tzara is allowed to marry. What happened to the Zika? So it says the Gemara, it's obvious that when he did the get on the Maimer, he also severed the Zika. So maybe we can learn from Rava that these two things are connected. Says the Gemara, no, the Rava Pshitale, it's great that he knew the answer, but the Rav Hananya, mi baile. Rav Hananya didn't know the answer to this question, and he didn't understand Rava Shita. So the Gemara says, my take, we don't know the answer to that question either. 
Third of the way down at the two dots, Admin Bez Mabez. The Gemara says, We had said that if a man does chalitza, and that's followed up by a maimer. This, says the Gemara, Amr of Yehuda, that in the case of chalatz maimer, and then the Mishnah concludes that ain't boklum, that there's nothing that really counts in this case. Whose shita is this? Amr of Yehuda, Amr Rab, Zo, Dibri Rabbi Akiva. What is shita, Rabbi Akiva? The Amr, he says, ain't kiddushin tofsin b'chai He says that there is no kiddushin that works when someone has a status of chayvei lavin. What does that mean? That once a man does chalitza, the woman's a chalutza. And a, to marry a chalutza's usher, that's chayvei lavin. And because a chalutza is b'chayvei lavin, therefore, maimer doesn't work on her, according to Rabbi Akiva. That's why maybe our Mishnah is like Rabbi Akiva, because our Mishnah says, chalatz v'asa maimer, that the maimer was a zero. Because the chalutza is begeder chayve lavin. It's an iser doraisa to marry that person. And therefore, according to Rabbi Akiva, no mimer would work. No kedushin would work. Says the Gemara, finishing up the b'risa, aval, chachamim omrim yesh achar chalitza klum. Uh, the machlokas, uh, the chachamim don't agree with Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara, that's not simple. Umi matzis mukmis laki Rabbi Akiva. Is it really possible to say that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Akiva? After all, vaktani resha, what does it say later in our Mishnah at the beginning of the parak? Nosan get ve'osamaymer, tzricha get ve'chalitza. That if there was a get and there was maymer, oh, wait, there was a get first, which should have ended the relationship, making her a chalutza, and it was followed by maimer. So says the Gemara, our Mishnah had said, tzricha get v'chalitza, that she needs chalitza again, which means that the maimer counted. V'i Rebbe Akiva, if you're going to say that our Mishnah is Rebbe Akiva, then the next line doesn't work, because what does the next line teach? According to Rebbe Akiva, there's a case in our Mishnah that doesn't fit for his shita, and that is the case of get followed by maimer. Tanya, the Brisa writes, Rabbi Akiva Omer, We know that Rabbi Akiva holds a sharp line on this, that in the event, in the event that a man gave a get to a Yavama that he's never allowed to marry her again, once you've sent her out, she's done. So we know that Rabbi Akiva holds that once a get is in place, no mimer should help. So therefore, Rabbi Akiva can't be the author of our Mishnah, because while we were able to align his shita with one part of our Mishnah, but another part of our Mishnah is exactly in his face, it doesn't work at all. Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that once the zika is severed, you cannot do anything else that works. No mimer, you cannot marry her. It doesn't even work. It doesn't even start. It's a zero. So our Mishnah cannot be him. So Amar Avashi, that's not true. Get Yevamin midrabanan ukras machtaba alma. The case that you're quoting from in our Mishnah where Rabbi Akiva doesn't match, that's the case where a get was followed by mimer. That's only true midrabanan. But midoraisa, if there was a get, there should be mimer. And therefore, we need another chalitza. So it's really not a stira. And really, it is possible that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Akiva. And the Gemara brings a raya to this. Halfway down on Nunbez Midbez, the Gemara says, Amar Rebbe, Rebbe Yehuda Nasi writes, All of this, our Mishnah, does not clear what he's talking about, but all of this, all of the Mari Mekomos that we've seen, they all work according to Rebbe Akiva. Because what is Rebbe Akiva's hard and fast rule? That once a woman is begeder chalutza, she's an erva, 
I don't care what you do afterwards. You want to halachically uh, find your sister, you're not able to do that. That doesn't work halachically. No, no mechanism to make that work. Rabbi Akiva was of the opinion that once a woman is a chalutza, nothing else can work on her. That relationship is gone. You've lost the opportunity. So therefore, that works perfectly with our Mishnah. Aval, the Brisa quotes, Chachamim Omrim, Yesh Achar Chalitza Klum, that there is, the Chachamim argue, they say that there is what that can be done after Chalitza. What does Rabbi Huda Nasi say? Va'ani Omer, Emosai, when does this apply? When you get married for the sake of being married, I understand. When the Chachamim say that she actually got married for the sake of Yibum, then they agree. They agree. So we saw that our Mishnah can be according to the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. And if we were to paskin like him, that would mean that once a man makes a woman into a chalutza, there's no way to ever repair that relationship. It's over. There's no way to get married ever again because a chalutza, in the language of the Brisa, chalutza ke'erva. A chalutza is like a, she's like a sister that you're just not allowed to marry. We're two-thirds of the way down. We're going to learn a brysa. The brysa has six explanations in it because it's not such a simple language. We're going to do that. It'll wrap around to about a third of the way down. We'll learn a little bit more. We're going to learn until about seven lines from the bottom of the page. Let's continue. Hopefully, we'll get there. Says the Gemara, Tanya Yidach, another brysa. Hacholetz liyavimto, a man did chalitza, v'chazar v'kidsha, and then he walked over to her and said, harad mekudesh so we just saw Rabbi Akiva doesn't like that. So Rabbi Akiva is not in this brisa, so it doesn't matter. Rabbi Omer, im kitshalushum ishus, this brisa matches what we saw before about Rabbi. If in fact, the reason why they were getting married was lushum ishus, tzricha himenu get, but lushum yivmos, if the reason why they, he did the, uh, the, uh, the kiddushin that they got engaged was because of yivmos, because of yibum, ain tzricha himenu get. It was a zero, it doesn't count. They don't need to get, it doesn't count at all. We don't care why they got married. They say that the Kedushin after the Chalitza is valid. Now, Amar of Yosef, my time with the Rebbe. What is the reason why Rebbe makes his distinction between the shame Kedushin, uh, Kedushin the shame Ishus, and Kedushin the shame Yivmus? So, answer number one is like this. Asauha, we made their relationship like a person who is tilling the ground in the properties of a ger however he thought it was his land the rule is like this if there is a ger and he passes away the way that his land is given away is first come first served it doesn't fall back to his uh, non-Jewish parents. He's a ger. So that's not how you, that's not how it works. Any yid who goes in there, it's like squatters, whatever it's called, squatters rule, something like that. Squatters rights. Yeah, first come, first serve. I'm taking that land. That's how it works by a ger. Now, I'm standing in this guy's property. The ger died. I'm standing there with a, with a shovel, and I'm just kind of moving some dirt around. But I think it's my property. I didn't realize I was on the other side of the property line. Does that count? Says Gemara de Lokani. And therefore, that's similar to our case over here. She's a Yavama. She's really not shy to you. So you're not married. You're not, they're not married. That's Shitas Rebbe. So says the Gemara, no. me, dummy. These two cases are not comparable at all. Hasam, when you're standing in your neighbor's yard thinking that it's yours, Lokamachav in the Mikne. You have zero intent of acquiring anything. You think you're in your yard. Okay, you don't have a fence up, so you don't know what's what, but you think you're in your yard. But Hacha, over here by the Yavama, you walked over to her and said, I read Mikudesh asleep at Tabazukadas Moshe Bisrael, Hacha Kamachav in the Mikne. These two cases are not comparable. Therefore, it says the Gemara, 
Hello, Damya Ella. Really, this uh, our case is more comparable to a case of Leoder Benichse Gerze, Uchsavor Shel Ger Acher Hudakani. I thought I was in Ger number one's field, and really, I was in Ger number two's field. That would be more comparable to our case. Either way, answer number one is rejected. Let's move on to answer number two. Elamar Abaye, Hachavamayaskinan. What is the case of this Brisa? Kigonda Amar La, Hiskachi Li, Bimaymar Yavamin. I want to get engaged to you with Maimar Yavaman, with the with the Dirabanan marriage to a Yavama. Rebi Savar, Maimar Iluizika Karami, Maimar evokes Zika, Vasa Khalitza, Afkaase Lazika, but she already did Khalitza. So it doesn't work. So now you can't get married and you ruin the Zika. No, each of these are two separate activities. And because that's true, you're still allowed to get married. The Chachamim argue that this would have worked under all circumstances. The Chachamim clearly hold that the Zika it was not perfectly severed when the Chalitza took place. That's answer number two. Answer number three, four lines from the bottom, Nun Beis, Nun Beis. Rava Amar, if what was going on here is that he got engaged to her with the Maimar Dirabanon of Maimar Yavamin, so then even Rebbe would agree that that would work. What's the machlokas over here? I want to get engaged to you not with Maimar, but with something totally new, which is Zika Yavamin, which is kind of riding the wave of the existing relationship of Zika. So says the Gemara, that's where we, where we have our machlokas. Rebbe Savar, as we turn to the top of Nun Gimel Amadal, Yesh Zika, there was Zika, Chalitza but then you did Chalitza and it ruined it, so now you can't get married one way or the other, even if it's a Zika Zika, and therefore you are all well and good. What's their argument? Second line, this would have worked before, and therefore they say, they, they hold that uh, there's no reason to, to not allow them to, to remarry. But there's another answer still. Rav Shiravya Amar, he is the fourth answer. He says, When we're talking about a Chalitza Kshera, let's remember the terminologies of Chalitza Kshera and Chalitza Psula. Chalitza Kshera is when a person does Chalitza when there is also an opportunity to do Yibu. That's called Chalitza Kshera. A Chalitza Psula is when your hand is forced. You must do Chalitza, but it would be usher for you to sleep with her so you cannot do Yibu. That's called Chalitza Psula. So let's go back in the Gemara. Rav Shiravya Amar, by Chalitza Psula, where you either could have done Yibu or Chalitza, Everyone agrees that by Zika Sivaman that that would not work as a marriage if it was a case of Chalitza Kshera. Says the Gemara, the Machlokas is in regards to a case where Chalitza was done where Yibum wasn't even an option. According to, to Rebbe, if Chalitza Psula was done, a Chalitza where no Yibum was possible, it still is poteris. It still severs the zika. Umar savar the other sheet of the chachamim chalitza psula ain't poteris. No, it does. It's, that doesn't passel anything, and therefore you can still get married. Answer number five. Ravashi Amar dekule alma. You're wrong. He says to Rav Shravi, you're wrong. Dekule alma chalitza psula ain't poteris. Everyone agrees that a chalitza where yibum wasn't possible, that's not going to solve any problem. As to whether or not, if you put a condition into the chalitza, if that works. It says the Gemara, Mar Savar, yesh tenai b'chalitza, you're allowed. Well, that's Rebbe. Umar Savar, ain't tenai b'chalitza, you're not allowed. Ravina says the final answer, Amar dekule alma, yesh tenai b'chalitza, everyone agrees that a tenai works. Behacha, b'tenai kaful kamifugi. We're talking about a double tenai. A double tenai works like this, on the condition that X, but then you have to explicitly say the other way, and also on condition that not Y. 
You have to say both sides. That's what the Gemara says. But it's not kafal kibivli. Amar sabar ba'inan tonight kafal. Amar sabar lo lo ba'inan tonight kafal. So six different ways to understand this brisa and shitas the machlokas Rebbe and the chachamim. Let's learn a couple more very small pieces. The Gemara says one third of the way down on Gimel Amar Aleph. The Gemara says chalatz vasa maimer v'nosan get uva'al. We had said that in such a case that ain achar chalitza klum. Our Mishnah said that this was a nothing. Anything after chalitza doesn't count. Says the Gemara, why doesn't our Mishnah also teach because Bia is similar in a way in its effects to Chalitza. Bia and Chalitza are the Doraisa activities. Get and Mimer are the Dirabanan activities. So we should also include Bia in the same category as we do Chalitza, which is that once it happens, nothing afterwards should matter in this dynamic. So Abai, Virava, Damre, Tarvayu, they both agree. To me, you should say in our Mishnah, you're right, it should be there. Why didn't it talk about Bia? Because because it's a bigger Chiddush. The Chalitza case is a bigger Chiddush because you're freeing someone up to get married in, in the Shuk. That's a bigger deal. So we spoke more in our Mishnah about the case of Chalitza than we did about the case of Bia. Says the Gemara, Echad Yevama Achas, Echad... Uh, whether or not we're talking about one Yavama or two Yavamos, but that's what our Mishnah said. But if our Mishnah says that, the reason it said it was because of the following, is to exclude our Mishnah from the possibility of it, of it having been authored by Benazai. It must be that Masnisan Deloki Benazai. The Tanya, what does Benazai say? The exact opposite of our Mishnah. Benazai Omer, Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, Achas. When do we say in our Mishnah that Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, that's when there's two brothers, Shimon and Levi, and one Yavama falls to them. So Ruvain's, uh, Ruvain dies, leaving Rachel to both Shimon and Levi. In that case, we have our case. However, there isn't with two Yavamos and one Yavam. So that's clearly not like our Mishnah, which said that the halacha is same in both cases. But as I distinguishes between the two cases. Next case, Ketzad. Uh, the case of Maimer Lazu Lazu, there we said that Maimer Lazu Vichalitza Lazu says the Gemara, Lema Misayele, maybe our Mishnah is a support of Shmuel. What does Shmuel say? Domar Shmuel, Cholatz Labailas Maimer. If you do Chalitza to a woman who had Maimer, Lo Niftaratzarasa. That's not like our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that after the Chalitza, there's nothing. Here, after the Chalitza, we see that the Maimer actually worked. There's something still going on. There's still some kind of Zika left over. Not only that, but Vitiyufta de Rav Yosef, by virtue of the fact that our Mishnah says you can do Chalitza to one and, and, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Chalitza to one and Maimer to the other without distinguishing Vitiyufta de Rav Yosef. If you'll recall, Rav Yosef had that line about the May bore. Don't pour out the water. What was he talking about? That if you have to do chalitza and yibum, you always pick a woman who's already a surah to a kohen to do the chalitza. Why would you ruin, ruin the pool and take another woman and invalidate her from being uh, able to marry a kohen? Says the Gemara that neither of those sheets are true because miktani cholates, it doesn't say what you should do, lichatchila, do it now, cholates in the present tense. Chalat is past tense. It's all bidiyevet, chalat tani, and that is bidiyevet. Three more short sugyas. Get lezu, get lezu. Our Mishnah spoke about that. Lema misayele. Maybe this sheet in the Gemara supports the Rabbah Barav Huna. Da'ama Rabbah Barav Huna. Chalitza psula, tzricha, lachzer al kola achen. Our Mishnah didn't say that way. Here, the sheet of Rav Huna was that chalitza psula, if chalitza was done when yibum wasn't a possibility, then you need to do um, you need to do uh, chalitza for all of the brothers. And says the Gemara, no. When our Mishnah says my tzrichos in the plural, it didn't mean tzrichos like all of them. It just meant tzrichos in general. So therefore, not a raya to, to Rav Huna. 
Then the Gemara says three fourths of the way down, get Yosef, like we saw earlier. Maybe this is a support for the Shita of Shmuel that low niftar in regards to the case of Mimer. And to Rabbi Yosef, who is of the opinion that we have to be careful that when we do chalitza, that the chalitza goes to a woman who is already psula to a kohen, so we don't ruin the pool for a kohanim. Says the Gemara, same answer, miktani cholitz? Nope. It doesn't say it in the present tense, which would have implied the chadchila, but rather it says it in the past tense. Chalatz, you already did it. Chalatz, it's past tense, and therefore diavad. Last little sugya, and then we will stop for the night. If we, if he was chalatz for chalatz, or if he was chalat and did another activity, that's what our Mishnah had said, says the Gemara, as we saw before, but listen, nami we asked it before. We should say it again. And every time, if you're saying chalitza twice, you should say bia twice because both chalitza and bia are the doraisa ways to, to conclude this relationship. It should say it here as well. The reason why our Mishnah didn't say it was because it's better to speak about a case of Yavama Lashuk. There's more of a Chiddush there than in the case of the Bia. Therefore, that case was taught. Our Mishnah spoke about the case of Einachar Chalitza Klum, but not about Einachar Bia Klum. We'll stop right here and pick up on Shabbos, eight lines or so from the bottom of Nun Gimel Wishing you all a beautiful night.